Welcome to the Nifty Chicks and this week's episode of NF Tutorials. We'll be kicking off a short series related to everyone's favorite topic, taxes. In this episode, I'll be sharing with you some key things to know when buying and selling NFTs as it relates to taxes you may owe. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. I want to start off this episode by expressing that I am not a CPA, an accountant, or a tax attorney. Our goal is to share with you what we know and what we've learned as we've embarked on our own NFT journeys. That said, we encourage you to seek professional advice by those who are trained and qualified um, when it comes to talking about specifics of your taxes. And I'll also express that what I'm going to be discussing today is most relevant to U.S. residences, though uh, some of the kind of concepts that I'll be sharing may be relevant regardless of where you live in the world. So let's dive in. It's important to know that the world of cryptocurrency and NFTs is still so new and tax laws are changing every day. So it's important to realize that uh, I am recording this uh, episode in July of 2022. So a lot of the concepts I'm talking about are true as of today, but they may change over time. So it's important to stay up to date with all the, the changes that are happening on the tax laws. So let's start with um, the highest level. Cryptocurrencies and NFTs are considered property or assets, and therefore they are taxed as such. So it's similar to, you know, for instance, stocks or bonds. Those are considered assets and therefore they qualify for um, that specific property tax rate. Creating an NFT does not trigger a taxable event. So any artists that are listening out there who have created a collection of NFTs yet have not sold any, good news, you don't owe any taxes at this point. Now, what does trigger a taxable event are the selling or otherwise disposing of an NFT for fungible current, a cryptocurrency, purchasing an NFT with cryptocurrency, and trading an NFT for another NFT. So what that means is the second you create uh, an NFT, that's not taxed. But if you were to sell it, that, uh, that gain or that uh, income that you have, that, that sale price, you're going to be paying taxes on it. And there are a couple of different um, uh, sectors of taxes, whether you're paying ordinary income or capital gains. And we'll, we'll get into that next. So I'm going to paint a picture for you of what a scenario might look like for someone investing in NFTs. So one thing is most NFTs are bought by cryptocurrency. So in order to buy the NFT, you need to buy the cryptocurrency. So let's just say, paint this picture that you purchased one ETH or one Ethereum at $1,000. Then you bought, that N bought an NFT using that one ETH that you now have when ETH is valued at $2,000. So you purchased the ETH. Now you use that ETH to buy an NFT. Well, that unfortunately created a taxable event because essentially what you've done is you've taken your cryptocurrency and disposed of that in trade of that NFT. So you purchased it at, at $1,000, which is considered your cost basis, basically the amount that you put into this investment. And then you bought the NFT. And at that, that, at that time that you bought the NFT, it's gone up now $1,000. The value of that one E has gone up by $1,000. That gain between $1,000 and $2,000 is considered 
a capital capital gain and therefore you're going to be taxed on it. Now, if you had purchased the ETH and you held onto it and you never sold it, then you don't have to pay any taxes, but it's at the point in which you bought the NFT and disposed of the Ethereum to buy that NFT is creating that taxable event. So let's carry this forward. You then sell the NFT uh, for one ETH. So you bought the NFT for one ETH and you sold it for one ETH. Now, someone might think, why would I sell an NFT that I bought for one ETH and sold it for, why would I sell it for one ETH? Then I'm not gonna make any money. But that's not actually true because the value of ETH is changing every day. So if you sell an NFT for one ETH, uh, when the ETH is valued at 4,000, so let's say, because ETH is going up and down and up and down, um, you bought it at, at one ETH, you um, then bought the NFT when ETH was valued at 2,000, and then it goes up, the value of ETH is going up, and then you sell the NFT for one ETH for 4,000. Well, unfortunately, that has also created a taxable event of now 2000 because you're paying taxes on the growth of the value of what you have. So uh, you now, uh, by the end of the year, if this were all done in one year, you now um, are responsible for paying taxes on $3,000. So the nuances uh, between how much you're paying and what your taxes, um, how much, like what percentage of taxes that you're gonna be paying is relevant to a couple of different things. One is the timing, how long you have held the asset for or the property for. Um, And then the next is your tax bracket. So every individual is in a different tax bracket based on how much they earn. And also whether they're married or single or um, filing jointly or filing separately. So um, there's a lot of nuances there. We'll get through that uh, as I show you a chart later. But um, one of the, if you remember, the, the first aspect I mentioned is the timing in which you bought the asset. So timing and then your tax, personal tax rate are the two things. So starting on that first one, let's talk about the timing. There are two different forms of um, tax rates depending on how long you've held the asset. If you've held it longer than uh, 12 months, so a year, then you are a year and one day, you are considered paying, um, you're going to be responsible for paying long-term capital gains tax. And that's going to be a a preferred rate at a lower rate than uh, say a short term. If you have not held that asset for longer than a year, then you're going to be paying short-term capital gains, which is considered um, the same level as such as ordinary income, the taxes that you pay on ordinary income. So let's let's dig into this scenario as if um, you were dealing with both of those uh, cases. So let's pretend that you purchased the one ETH at $1,000 in January of 2021. Then you bought um, that NFT for one ETH when ETH was valued at $2,000 in March of 2022. Well, that is a difference of 14 months. Therefore, um, you will be paying long-term gain, ca- uh, long-term capital gains taxes on the difference between your purchase in 2021 versus your purchase of 2022 because longer than 12, 12 months. And let's say then you the the next uh, taxable event was occurred one month later when you sold the NFT um, for one ETH, which was valued at four thousand. 
It's one month later, that's going to be considered short-term capital gains. So on the left-hand side between January 2021 and March 2022, that is 14 months. Then your next taxable event occurred one month later, that is short-term capital gains. So if we break down, and hopefully you can see this on my screen, the various tax rates, depending on whether you're paying long-term, you have owned the assets for more than a year, or whether you have um, owned the asset and created that taxable event within the same 12 months. So you can see, depending on what your um, filing status is, and also um, how much you make is also dependent on, um, and I, I think I mentioned that the income, your level of income is a scenario in which that determines how much you're actually paying. So as you can see, the long-term capital gains rates, it is preferred your capital gains rates on the long-term um, long, long long basis is going to be lower than the short-term and or ordinary income. So always to remember that if you can wait that 12 months to create that next ta ta taxable event, um, it is uh, going to be creating a lesser um, tax liability. So when it comes to um, actually filing your taxes, you're gonna be filling out the form 8949. That should be 8949. I'm sorry, it says 8940. It is 8949, as you can see in the image below. So um, this is gonna be where you're recording all of your uh, taxable events um, based on any trading that you're doing, buying or selling NFTs. So things that you're going to need for um, when filling this out is the description of the NFT, the date acquired, meaning the date you bought that NFT, the date you sold that NFT, the proceeds from that sale, your cost basis, which is the amount that you actually purchased that NFT for, and the gain or losses, which you'll be able to calculate based on if you have all of the, that other information, you can, you can calculate that. So um, one thing to note is that, my gosh, with most people buying and selling uh, not only cryptocurrencies, for, you know, buying them with fiat, buying Ethereum, buying Bitcoin, buying Solana, buying Wax, um, every time you purchase that cryptocurrency, that is your cost basis, what you're purchasing that cryptocurrency for. Um, that's going to be your cost basis. So that is basically the, the amount that you have now paid to receive that cryptocurrency. Um, and then if you then transfer or buy, buy an NFT, um, that's gonna be creating an, a, a taxable event. And of course, when you um, sell the NFT, that's also creating a taxable event. So things to note to always be tracking and you might be thinking, gosh, I do a lot of these transactions quite often. How do I keep track? So there's a couple of different softwares right now, um, and there are more coming on the market, uh, you know, every week. So it's important to, you know, find something that works for you um, based on a cost basis and ease of, I think, user friendliness is, is important to me. I would assume it's important to you too. But there are a couple of softwares out there. Um, I've named a couple there that are kind of leading the charge right now, Coin Tracker, Coin Ledger, and Zen Ledger, where you can simply input your wallet ID into their software, and it will then pull all of the transactions which are recorded on the blockchain. So you can't mess those up. 
um, they'll pull all of those transactions for you. Therefore, it'll it'll basically um, create a report that you can then use to fill out that form 8949. So hopefully this has been helpful. There's a lot of nuances and I do hope to um, continue expressing and explaining all of these nuances through future episodes. Um, but if you have any questions, like I said, please do seek advice from trained and qualified professionals. That would be a CPA, an accountant, or a tax attorney to discuss your specifics. All right. Wow. Jen FT. So that was a lot on pretty much my least favorite topic. <laughs> ever. What? I can't stand what? taxes. Least- I hate everything about them. Least favorite? Are you kidding me? This is like I know everyone's favorite. Know. So- That's what I thought in the teaser. Is that not true? No. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. I'm hoping that we'll be kicking off um a short series, and this is going to be just one of a few episodes where we'll be talking about taxes. Like I said, there's a lot of nuances, and the space is ever evolving, and therefore the taxes and the tax laws associated to cryptocurrencies and NFTs are also ever evolving. So we'll be keeping you updated as we go, but stay tuned for the next episode, which we will be talking about how taxes relate to uh, artists specifically. Okay. And just as a reminder, this is not financial advice. This is just information for you to take with and do what you might. But as always, do your own research. That's right. Right? Yep. Yep. You're definitely going to want to subscribe to the YouTube channel for the Nifty Chicks and definitely hit that bell so that you're notified whenever we have a new episode released so that you get the latest on the tax series. That's right. And always thank you for listening to the Nifty Chicks. Always remember, invest in yourself. You are worth it. Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.